0: Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 413 in how to be manly. A couple of weeks ago, I went out for an evening of libations. And like most next mornings, I didn't remember all the occurrences. But this morning, I was awakened by a call telling me I won the grand prize for a drawing that I don't remember entering a couple of weeks ago. The prize, a week's stay in Aspen, Colorado, all inclusive. Now, my only concern is whom should I choose to be my lucky companion? I know if word gets out, it's liable to snowball. So I thought I'd go back to the scene of the crime and collect my prize, and at the same time, collect a beautiful prize to accompany me. Upon arrival, I received my tickets and thought to myself, let the games begin. With all the crowd noise, guess these women didn't hear the starting gun. As the night went on, and no takers, I started to gloat about winning this trip and got some congratulations, but nobody interested. I thought, "Ah, heck with them. They're all just jealous of me. I'll take my tickets and go home. As I was leaving, a voluptuous woman approached and asked if I was the winner. I said, yes. She said, hi, I'm Brandy with two E's. I also entered. Do you have someone to go with you? Being coy, I said, I've narrowed it down to three. And she said, oh, would you consider me? I'd do anything to see Aspen. I said, Brandy, surely you will see Aspen, but you'll see it in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual." page number 413, and repeat after me. Number one, hey Brandy with two E's. One look at you, and I already knew you had double E's. Number two, do anything to see Aspen, I'd do anything to see your Aspen. And number three, to paraphrase Looking Glass, Brandy, you're a fine girl. We'll have good jumps, you and me. Soon after, as Brandy, with two E's, Jumps off her bar stool and spins you around on your aspen and throws you out the looking glass window, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manley saying be manly and good day.
1: Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107.
0: YouTube began laying off employees. Adding insult to injury, halfway through the announcement, there was an ad for Expedia. Kanye West got titanium dentures. It's one of the rare instances where what went in his mouth was crazier than what came out. Motley Crue opened a virtual museum. Like Tommy Lee himself, the photographs, gold records, and awards on the wall are well hung.
1: It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. It seems like
0: it happens a lot more often now than when we were kids. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Most schools in Northeast PA are closed for the day due to the impending snow. You know, the one to three inches we're getting. And I get it, it's coming at the worst time, better safe than sorry. I'm with that, I understand. Some schools are doing virtual flexible learning days. If you go a little farther west into Lycoming County, many of those schools are simply on a delay. And many schools ended up on delays on Tuesday this week. You know, so it's like a half day. And a mom from Canada ranted about that on TikTok after her kids had two in a row. She said each day was about three hours and she wasn't happy about it. Half days? Why? Why are we doing this? By the time it takes me to drag my kids out of their bed and shove them out the door two days this week? Why couldn't we just do that once for one full day? Who's doing the math? What math are we doing here? What is it? Is it the amount of hours in, or the amount of days I have to drag my kids here? It's causing me angina, getting them out of the house, only to have to then come pick up within three hours? What can I get done in three hours? I can't get nothing done. I'm circling my tail for at least an hour and a half at home. What are we doing? Who can I talk to? Now, I get it. I get the frustration. But my first thought upon hearing this Canadian woman's rant when she asks, what can I do in three hours? What can I get done in three hours? I can't get nothing done. I I think, I I don't know, maybe an online remedial English class so you don't use double negatives. That's just me. Maybe school might be good for your kids. Are you going to park in front of the TV for week two of the NFL playoffs? I know I am. Good morning. I'm Rock 07's Prospector. Saturday, got Houston at Baltimore, and then the Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Sunday, uh, Tampa Bay versus Detroit and Kansas City playing the Bills frozen in Buffalo. Now, this, of course, makes a lot of football fans happy. You know, that America's team is one and done in the playoffs again. And look, before I get into this, my Rams got bounced. They're one and done too, but they... Weren't expected to even be in the playoffs at the beginning of the season, all right? So I don't want to hear it. Tomorrow, it's the game 49 of 50 U.S. states wants to see when not the Cowboys face not the Cowboys. In the NFL Divisional Round, can not the Cowboys ride the arm of not Dak Prescott against the stingy defense of not the Cowboys and not Micah Parsons? Will not coach Mike McCarthy finally give the city of not Dallas that Super Bowl ring not Jerry Jones so desperately wants? It's a game you don't want to miss because everything you hate about football, unless you live in Texas, won't be there. Not the
1: Cowboys
0: versus not
1: the Cowboys. Be there because the Cowboys won't. The following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard, Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com.
0: Hey, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. It's tough to walk in Northeast PA. And I'm not talking about getting in the car, driving to a park or a trailhead, and walking the dike or trail to get a little exercise. No, that's actually easier to do than ever in Northeast PA. I'm talking about walking to work, or walking to the grocery store, or walking to the doctor's office, or simply walking across the street. Yeah. That's tough to do in Northeast PA. And it's not just here, but since this is where we call home, let's talk about walking in Northeast PA. Think about all the stories you see in the news and on TV about people getting killed while walking. It's astounding. And yeah, some people jump out into traffic from between cars without looking, but just as many drivers speed through city streets like they're pulling out of the tunnel turn at Pocono. So let's not blame each other. Let's think about how we can make it safer. Think about how many multiple lane roads pedestrians are forced to cross in our area. There's a ton in just downtown Wilkes-Barre. But add in Pittston, Hazleton, Scranton, Dunmore, Hanover, Dixon City, Nanticoke, and so many other towns that have their share, too. Think about shopping districts and suburbs in Northeast PA. Do you see a lot of sidewalks there? No, not usually. That's why you see people walking on the shoulder up Viewmont Drive or walking down a thin path carved out of the snow-covered grass between the arena and Wilkes-Barre Township. It's horrible planning. Not everyone has a car. Not everyone can afford a bus. Or maybe the schedule doesn't coincide with their appointments. We shouldn't be shaming people for walking. We shouldn't be pushing them aside or treating them like second or third class citizens. It's good for us to walk. I would argue most of us could stand to walk some more. We should be designing cities and towns that are easier to walk in. And that means better crosswalks. Roads downtown designed to reduce vehicle speeds. Sidewalks in commercial districts. Rid ourselves of that car-first design mentality. Cars are great. I got one. I love it. But they're not the only thing streets are for. We had streets thousands of years before we had cars. We need to stop killing and maiming our citizens and make it easier for them to get around. Mass transit is great. And many people who use it still have to hoof it part of the way to their destination. So let's make it safer for them to do so. And if you're one of these idiots that's just so selfish that you think, None of this matters to me. I'm driving all the time. Let me put it to you this way: safer for pedestrians means fewer accidents, which in turn means lower insurance rates. Is that good enough for you, you selfish yam I'm prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta, 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 go crazy, man!
1: Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times Building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag. I found Prospector, and we'll come and get him. Prospector, mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107.
0: A dog in Philadelphia kept digging holes in his owner's yard, and his owner had no idea why. Turned out there was an underground gas leak that could have caused a huge explosion. It took workers three days to fix it. They say if the dog hadn't found the leak, the woman's whole house could have blown up.
1: Maybe her neighbor's
0: houses too.
1: Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors and gather round the radio.
0: It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at
1: rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one.
0: You know, if you think soap opera storylines are too sensational, too weird, too odd, too out there to happen in real life, you don't know enough people watch these shows, man. Some of those people... mm, A 64-year-old grandmother in Massachusetts named Roxanne Duchette tried to poison her husband because she had a new man waiting in the wings. Soap opera star Thorsten K. of The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah, apparently a scammer was texting Roxanne pretending to be Thorsten and she believed it was real, partially because she's a die-hard fan of The Bold and the Beautiful. And I guess used to outlandish storylines. One message from Thorsten said, you've got to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. Roxanne said she needed to do some thinking and that's when she hatched a plan. She told the fake Thorsten I make an amazing soup special potion. He'll be hungry when he gets back and later She said hubby got back not feeling well. Maybe I can collect life insurance Thorsten responded honey, when will that be and Roxanne said I don't know of course That's the fake Thorsten who responded the real Thorsten has yet to comment about any of this stuff But you gotta hand it to the scammer someone knew that Roxanne was a bold and beautiful nut. Most scammers don't even know your first name. Roxanne's husband did have a medical event, and she was the one who called 911, but he has since recovered and will be fine. It didn't take long for police to zero in on Roxanne, and she's been charged with attempted murder, along with resisting arrest and assault on a cop.
1: Nominee number two.
0: No one likes to be stuck in rush hour traffic. Doesn't matter if you're an adult going home from work, a bored kid in the backseat, or a retail theft ring. Four people robbed a Bloomingdale's in Washington, D.C. last week and got away with more than $4,500 in designer handbags. Then, they hopped in an SUV and sped off. They didn't get too far, though, before things slowed down because they were making their getaway on a D.C. interstate at 5 p.m. on a Friday, and the rush hour traffic was heavy. Cops were able to comb through the other vehicles and catch up with the crew. They pulled the vehicle over, apprehended all four thieves, and recovered the stolen bags. The thieves were charged with grand larceny, conspiracy to commit larceny, and larceny with intent to sell. Nominee number three. The problem with drug screening is that if you know your sample is going to come back positive, there's really not much you can do about it. Unless... A 42-year-old woman in Florida named Jessica Beatty was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screen by using urine that somehow she collected from her aunt's dog. It sounds like she was caught with the pee before submitting it. She then admitted it was her aunt's dog's waste. She also provided a valid sample, which was probably not clean. I mean, what kind of person would try to submit dog pee if they were not using drugs or not worried about their urine coming up dirty? Jessica was charged with urine testing fraudulent practices. Oh, and to be clear, her scheme wouldn't have worked even if the probation officer didn't see the dog pee. Drug tests can easily differentiate between human urine and non-human urine. Nominee number four. The weather's rough out there for people trying to conduct honest business. It's also rough out there for thieves. A man in Canada answered an ad for an iPhone 15 on Facebook Marketplace and was setting up a meeting, but it turned out it was a scam. The buyer gave the guy 900 bucks, which is 1200 in Canadian money, and immediately realized the phone didn't work. He tried to get his money back, but the con man made a run for it with the cash. But he didn't get far. He slipped on some ice as he was trying to flee, and the cash flew out of his hands. The victim ran over to collect the money, and the scammer assaulted him before running off again. It's unclear how much of the money the victim was able to get back Or if he suffered any injuries, police are still looking for a suspect.
1: And the winner is...
0: The woman who tried to poison her husband because she thought a soap star fell in love with her. You are the Yam Bag of the Week. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast.